There we go. Oh, you got a singer there. Already got. We do have a singer, and thanks to this little man, we're now in the studio. Jeez Louise. Yeah, mm-hmm. You're going to have to be interviewing no him what, in a couple years, then, isn't it? I have no I idea what's wrong with him in a couple years. I just don't know what's wrong with me, but I just love the studio background. Well, nothing wrong with oh. you. Sweet. Okay, well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. And I am your host, John Harris. On my right hand side today is my right hand man, Gabriel. The blue eyes have homegrown. The the blue eyes have homegrown. Today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Keeper, and he's got a new EP called Guess I'm Keeper, which is releasing on March 19th, 2021. Right now, I'm being joined by Emmanuel to share some more information about Keeper, this EP, what's been happening. Um, and then also as well, Gabesy is here because well, he's on lunch break. People love him. And, and this guy plays Minecraft, apparently. Apparently, this guy plays Minecraft, so we're going to chat about Minecraft and Twitch. I'll probably hand the interview over to to him. We can chat about that, but Emmanuel, (laughs) welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Wonderful to meet you all and talk to you all. Mm. Hopefully, it's going to be quite a bit of fun. I think it will be quite a bit of fun. Um, You know, I'll hand this over to you for like two minutes. You can ask questions about Twitch and uh, Minecraft. Is that cool? Not really. Maybe later. Maybe later. Okay, we'll do it later then. Maybe at the Minecraft chat area. Maybe at the Minecraft chat area. Well, that's kind of the basis of this whole thing because the the documentation I have across my desk here, Emmanuel, is that, quote-unquote, it all started over a game of Minecraft. Yes. So, at the moment, so it was March, April, basically a year ago, quite literally a year ago, we were just entered our first lockdown in the UK. I had nothing really much else to do apart from go to work. And so that was quite boring. Uh, one of my friends hit me up saying uh, if I wanted to join in on a Minecraft server. And I thought, yeah, why not? And he was Twitch streaming it. You know, he, he started to grow his, his following, his fan base on Twitch. And it was amazing watching it grow. And when the other guys he asked to, to be on the show, uh, the, the server with, um, is a guy called John Cass who's a keyboardist or pianist for the metalcore band, UK metalcore bands called As uh, As Everything Unfolds, who are releasing their album about now, and they've so far released four, five singles and music videos re- recently. And obviously, Jack the Emmys has known them before. I didn't know John Cass liked the sort of music I liked, in addition to hardcore, post, you know, metalcore, metal, you know, all that stuff. And he really liked, you know, the hip-hop, the R&B stuff, which I've I've been brought up with, to be honest with you. And he started making beats. And then I sent him a couple of stems, you know, in between Minecraft uh, games, going to the Never, where we died and lost everything a couple of times. Um, and so I sent him a couple of beats and he turned them into uh, guitar samples. He turned them into beats and he sold them to his clients. And eventually like, he made one. I was like, oh, I love that. I love what you did with that. Can I buy it? And he was like, yeah, sure. How much do you want it? And so I bought a whole bunch of, we made a whole bunch of beats. Um, when lockdown, the first lockdown ended, I went over to his house, did a bubble and made a whole EP. And finally, that is that EP. Almost six months later is finally coming out. Wow. Very, very, all over a game of Minecraft. All over. So, yeah. So we, there, there was Minecraft. Did you want to talk about Minecraft now? <laughs> maybe like in, maybe in like 20 minutes. Maybe like in 20 minutes when the interview is over. Perfect. Now, <laughs> you mentioned watching a channel grow over Twitch, and I myself am fascinated by this idea of watching somebody else play a video game. 
rather than yes. just going and playing it myself. But I've become I've learned about this through Gabriel and through my wife because they'll watch people play games like on YouTube or Twitch or whatever. Um, so evidently, I imagine it's probably pretty easy to do. But take us through that. What was that like? So um, just the whole. I mean, it's something I, I won't lie. I've been doing for a couple of years is watching other people play video games. <laughs> when I can, so when I can, when I didn't wasn't able to afford the Xbox, I'd, I'd go onto YouTube. You know, mostly the Yogs cast. You know, um, there's a whole bunch. Sea uh, Nanners. I used to watch Sea Nanners doing prop hunt, and it was just. I think what was good at the time was because I couldn't afford an Xbox. It allowed me to still play those games even though you know backseat backseat driving pretty much for it all mm-hmm. and it, on top of that there's just a general sense of community because it's fun to see different experiences if so i'm watching i was watching a guy who's blown up on twitch at the moment Hassan, who does a lot of politics talk but he does video games at the moment they're a big gta role-playing thing where they're creating these individual characters and these huge huge servers and they're just playing through that there's a guy called pokey Dogs, and he's hilarious it's quite literally comedians playing video games and it you might as well just be watching live at apollo with a gta with gta right in front of you because it is quite literally that you do it for the the, the individuals uh, you know as i'm sure you know you tune into a podcast for yourself or, or, or you tune into a radio host for uh, chris moyles on radio x a big uh, british radio station uh for the same sort of reasons you you, you tune in because you like the music, you like the game, in other words, and you like the presenter and how they talk, you know, you like the jokes, you like the community that's around them. It's like a whole combination of things. So I don't think you're just watching a video game. You're watching a... Just, you're watching a piece of entertainment, I think, is, is a better way to phrase it. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of Radio X, but I'm on their website right now. Oh, yeah, there's a... Oh, there's an... Guy, main guy, sort of Chris Moore. I mean, he's been in the industry, Radio One, the, bit, the main radio station in the UK. He's been, he used to do that, and then they kicked him off <laughs> for some younger guys. <laughs> and they started for, for Radio X. So, Radio X is mostly um, British alternative music. So, indie, um, like The Blossoms or 1975. They mostly play, to be honest with you, they mostly play Oasis. And if you're, if you're a member of my family, you're not very keen on that. Oh, oh no. It's unfortunate. We're not. We're not Oasis fans in the Andrad household, unfortunately. Oh no! Uh, but they play a load of Food Fighters and things like that. Just like classic, I feel like, the, I feel like there's two keys to success: watching a video game and playing a video game. Okay. <laughs> 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 at the same, if you you do it somehow at the same time, you know you're winning. Mm-hmm. You're winning. Groovy. Then you mentioned uh, creating these beats. Is this what we're hearing on the record? Then is what came out of that yes okay so it's it's a combination of sending um emails with uh google google drive links filled with uh, guitar samples uh because i'm trying to learn how to record i'm not a very good recorder i've been playing guitar you know doing the computer stuff so not wasn't quite my thing so i'm slowly learning mostly by also by watching this guy make the beats out of my guitar samples because i've always been able to write guitarists and things like that so it's finally turning something together because you know i've been in bands for years and it's a lot of depending on other people and so this was mostly as long as i could get down a structure and a whole bunch of like rough ideas he could turn them into something so it was it was a only 
it being only two people really sort of cut away, you know, all the fat and made made the process a whole lot quicker. It's it, it, it and fast. You, you can see a while. It, I don't know if you've seen on YouTube, uh, Finn McKenty, hmm. uh, the punk rock NBA. Uh, he does a whole sort of music business. And he was saying that this sort of music is almost the next punk. It's got the same. I can sort of see that. Well, I, I don't want to sound too full of myself but it's a sort of similar mentality it's do it yourself diy it's um you're not trying to spend as little as possible you know on on rubbish cameras and things like that the same sort of mentality that i i I sort of see when he talks about old bands like no effects and things like that okay okay now i i think i've heard of the punk rock mba now i'm on the website and it turns out we are members of the uh, URM Academy. Yeah. And it turns out this yeah, guy yeah, yeah. is director of operations for the URM Academy. What? So. I did not know that. This is probably yeah, a exciting great, day. He's got some great um, sort of great uh, videos, both on the business side and just talk about like, because music is, is also inspired by fashion and there's this whole TikTok goth emo thing where the boys go, you know, all, all those cringy videos that will say cringy you know with the um quotation marks because i know some people enjoy those um but it's this sort of it's fashion sense at the moment the the quote-unquote drip and it's the sort of music that sort of responds to that and especially i guess at the moment where you can't with forming bands is incredibly difficult at the moment uh uh and it's really if you're doing it on your own or with somebody else you're sort of leaps and bounds ahead of anyone else at the moment because obviously you can't meet up you can't uh, go see your friends. You can't go to a rehearsal room. Can't hear a live drum kit at the moment. Well, at least in the UK, mm-hmm. it's so uh, it's it's the only really way to do it currently at the very precise moment in the UK is solo, yeah. and it's a lot easier as well. Like managing a Facebook, managing a Twitter, because you know what you want to put out. You have a direction, and you're not butting heads over business or musical differences. It's you know similar, just. Go for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, something uh, that Gabriel picked up when we were listening to the tunes is something, as you mentioned, was like hip-hop beats would definitely get a lot of trap uh, influence into it. And I also noticed that you are in the pop-punk band Jack the Envious. So I guess, how did you separate yourself from Jack the Envious, or was it just natural for you to create something that was... It's, well, my guitar style is... It's different to the standard Jack the Envious. I grew up playing Rage Against the Machine. I have a Rage Against the Machine poster there. Um, hardcore, you know, um, and more, more standard pop punk. While the new Jack the Envious stuff that hasn't been released yet is very now old school pop punk. Before it was, you know, had some technicality aspects to it that my default playing style doesn't have you know i like chugs i like palm muting <laughs> i like you know basic punk hardcore you know four chord structures the ramones you know that's the stuff i grew up playing you know yeah and it follows a simple thing uh with these trap beats it's it's you pretty much only have really four or five guitar ideas you have the one guitar idea and it's just very simple it's just the same thing and you put it half step down or sorry you, you, you uh, half time it for and it produces a low frequency you get boom 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 uh compared to the original boom 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 and that's the whole verse and so it's pretty much very simple guitar melodies just stacked on top of each other like basically like nursery rhymes it is quite literally how uh 
sort of old bands like old punk bands and blink 182 sort of did it there was no technicality to it it was just very simple dun 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 over different melodies and things like that it's it's the same sort of thing and so this style was more my guitar style in a trap beat song compared to jack the envious where i have to adopt a persona a band because when i joined jack the envious they were already jack the envious so i had to learn how to play like jack the envious if that makes sense Hmm. that's very true that's but, you mentioned, there. but you mentioned it's changing i mean this isn't a jack the envious interview obviously but that was kind of interesting no thing no yeah, you mentioned, yeah yeah so we got a whole bunch of new stuff and it's super super exciting it um sounds more like old school newfound glory if sort of doesn't it doesn't like old school emo scene rather than the 2014 wave or the 2020 wave where everyone does try to sound like state champs you know there's it, it, a, a more i'm not you know i'm not I'm not saying it's not inspired by those bands as well but it's it's more akin to the old old like emo bands like the academy is for some reason some of the guitar melodies sound like the academy is i don't know if if you remember those guys at all Vaguely, vaguely. Yeah. Right now, I'm going down a Blink 182 rabbit hole to the Dude Ranch to listen to some Damn It. Because as soon as you mentioned that, I immediately went to Damn It in my mind. About how yes. that's, that's just one of those classic riffs, and I can't remember what, what it's called, but I mean, even the Beatles did it. Um, yeah. You know. um, the four or five. Uh, I know, uh, yeah. I think. Went to ACM, never really bothered with music theory, and now it's coming back to haunt me sometimes, to be honest with you. So wishing I, I learned a bit, so I didn't go just playing by feel, to be honest. It's- yeah. I mean, I without getting into music theory, I might call it like a boogie riff that eventually turned into rock and roll, which eventually yes. then, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, that's not how the song goes. Now, <laughs> something else here as well, because there's a few uh, focus tracks off of the record, and there's two music videos. So there's a music video for mm. Homegrown, there's a music video for Blue Eyes. Yes. Uh, and then one of the other focus tracks was... Frog. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Frog will also have a music video. I think that... I believe it gets released this Friday. I believe. Okay. It's That's when the single comes out. Um the Frog is the more experimental. So it's mixing trap beats with real-life drums. So I'm super excited. I also wanted like some huge chorus, because you know, I love um, songs where the bit, there's like a build-up, there's progression, you know, you, you know. And so I wanted something that sort of emulates that, especially because it's the, for me, it's the final, wait, not for me, it is the final song on the EP. So I wanted something huge with loads of like uh, double bass drums, like loads of simple feels, a bit of crash, you know, and I had a mate hop on who was the Twitch streamer on the Minecraft. He also plays drums and uh, he does a whole bunch of other stuff. It's a guy called It's Just Ben. At the moment, he's doing a whiskey YouTube channel where he reviews whiskey and tells you how to drink whiskey properly, you know, and um, he does a whole bunch of other stuff. He's in a company called Forgotten Media where they do music videos and things like that. I just asked him if he could do some drums and he just sent me a whole bunch of stuff perfectly free off the goodness of his heart, you know, did with the room samples already a mix. I just uh, just had to plot those in the uh, original file, and it's huge. I love the way the drums sound. It's ma- using get good drums from Misha Mansur, I believe, uh-huh. the, pr- uh, the periphery guitarist. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would call it an up and coming sample pack, but I think it's already come. It's already here. People, people yeah, people like to get good drums. <laughs> oh, they're brilliant. They're brilliant. They're brilliant. 
Mm-hmm. It's like if you don't have the God knows how many pounds or dollars you need to get a fully uh, room, a fully kitted out drum room with drum mics and a good drum kit, then uh, get good drums for fifty pounds or however many dollars is the next best step, pretty much. Yeah, that's always a fun thing. I am, I remember chatting with a couple of bands about whether or not uh, like Amplitude or you know get good drums or something is is worth the price. <laughs> like, so let's figure this out for a second here. You're an Amplitude plugged into a real Fender Blackface using a real Neumann U87 using their signal path. You realize that that's yeah. like a ten thousand dollar setup that you just got. Yeah. Like, why did you for like a hundred bucks? Yeah. Why did you yeah. do that? <laughs> so if you don't think it's, it's good, then okay. <laughs> yeah, it, and I mean, it, I know some people don't think it sound, but they sound good. And really what you need is something that just sounds good enough. Something that just fills the void that it needs to fill. You know, it's, I do, I have a Kemper. I, I, I do have a Kemper and I have, um, loads of other amps to be honest with you. I, I always buy secondhand because they're so much cheaper to be honest with you. And, um, but honestly hearing the Kemper that has thousands and hundreds of millions of amps in it. And then hearing what it's meant to emulate I can't really tell a difference. I know there's a difference there because when I focus on, I can hear it. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> but honestly, you don't know if it's a placebo effect or not because this stuff really sounds good. And that's all you really need is just something that fills the void that just sounds half decent that can get the job done. Mm-hmm. Really. Exactly. That's how my wife felt about me. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm going to leave you alone. Oh, na, 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 na. <laughs> oh, cool. theme tune. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, is there a theme lyrically to the EP? Um, so basically, uh, so it's mostly watching a lot of videos, seeing a lot of Facebook, Twitter posts. The lockdown has been, I mean, this whole coronavirus situation has been extremely difficult for everyone. Uh, you know, I've had, I've had a friend, um, friends that's de- have to dealt with, um, somebody passing away. At, uh, the university i've had um uh you know um family uh sorry friends losing grandparents and things like that uh you know and not being able to see your family as well you know it's a hard time for everyone especially on top of that if you're you're working all the time there is zero time zero zero chance that you're going to get to relieve any of the stress go out and see friends because you're just not able to even if you normally don't want to that freedom of just having the option is gone. So you're almost constantly working at the moment with no social interaction. And I think it's been extremely difficult where people's mental health. So I just wanted to, so I just had all these songs are varying degrees of various different emotions that people have been feeling during this 2020 slash 2021 pandemic, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Um, how did you get to do the music videos then? Cause it looks like you were, oh, I felt like you were mini golfing or something in, in this homegrown video. You're doing something. Oh yeah. So, um, I found a guy on Fiverr. So it was about when just, it was funny enough, just before the second lockdown, thankfully I managed to get them all done before the second, which was was so stressful. <laughs> um, so that was recorded about middle of summer, so August. And um, uh, I, I just found a guy with Fiverr going cheap. He just wanted to do a bunch of videos just for his um, 
fold it, you know, just to show that he's done a whole bunch of videos, you know, just to make, you know, bunch up his CV, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And so he was going dirt cheap. I think it was £150 for two videos. What? Which no. is, yeah, 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 it's madness. Um, and then the, the, that was for Homegrown and uh, Frog, the one that's going to come out. The, the one for Blue Eyes was a mate with a phone basically <laughs> it was just what was available at the time you know mm -hmm. had a my friend does does acting there's a an a, a like a crazy park roller coaster park near me and that also does like fright nights where the actors dress up as zombies and things like that and chase you around the park and one of them is a hired actor for there and he's a mate so i just got him to be in the blue eyes video didn't have to pay a thing for blue eyes pretty much Obviously, he gave a bit of money for petrol and thing uh, for the mates, but that was it. So, really, the whole music video cost me hardly anything, to be honest with you. And I'm really happy. Like, Frog, Homegrown and Frog are obviously the better quality ones. Those are recorded on actual cameras. But for £150, well, that is a deal, to be honest with you. Just because the guy just wanted to get stuff done. Yeah. It, and so, that was like going to a golf course, ask the, the feature guy. Um, we went to a donation store. Picked up a whole bunch of clothing up for like ten pounds, ten pounds each. I wore my mum's socks, and then went to the golf course. Paid six pounds for a crazy golf each. Didn't bother playing crazy golf. <laughs> if you watched the video, just mucking about to be honest with you. Um, and then after we finished making our, oh, I tell you what, we had to go all the way upstairs to this to can this canteen area. And there's a bathroom there, and the getting changed, pulling up your socks, walking out of the canteen at the time. Most awkward thing because you just felt like you looked like a right idiot. Looking back, watching the video, we don't look that dark, but at the very moment there, I oh dear, felt like every eyes were on me doing the mustache <laughs> thing. Oh dear, it was all it was it was both brilliant and awful. Uh, but overall, it is I am super happy with the music video. The sort of idea for the music video was um um I guess. <laughs> it was a theme slightly different to the song so the song's overall theme is trying to break out of a mold you know trying to do your own thing for yourself that basically is the theme of the music video so the theme of the song so the music video is sort of like golfing you know after you finish work golfing on the friday uh you know sort of that thing and it was sort of copying i guess video games because video games your mouth doesn't match up always with the uh <laughs> with the words so that was sort of the uh, the idea was just being an idiot on friday after you finish work which quite literally i did <laughs> for them cool all right uh one of the other odd questions i kind of had was you mentioned you've got a friend who started a youtube channel doing whiskey stuff um yes yes and um I mean, obviously, you could do. There's a lot of whiskeys in the world. You could do that for quite some amount of time. I'm just curious. Um, I guess what is my question? Because the funny thing is, you know, I'm I have a podcast. I've been doing it for for a while now. Obviously, I'm on YouTube, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But if you were to say to me, John, you know how to do blop, you should go start a YouTube channel. I'd tell you to go piss right off. Like it's not. <laughs> there's so much work involved for like so little. So I'm just kind of curious, yeah. like what. Like, how does it feel to have these friends that are doing all this stuff? Is it actually working out for them? Is it, is it meeting their expectations? It's it's inspiring, to be honest with you. It's inspiring. And I think because there's a lot of downtime at the moment. Yeah. People have been able to, 
I think some people have had the amazing opportunity, such as myself, to focus on things that we wouldn't otherwise normally have the chance to do. For instance, the friend, so the friend who's at the music uh, whiskey company, he obviously does meant to be, his real job is doing music videos for bands. He can't do that at the moment in lockdown. Right. Uh, so he's had to, I guess, not only make money, I guess. He, he, I wouldn't say you make money at early stages of YouTube, really. No. But just to keep his mind busy and to find enjoyment in something that isn't sitting in front of a computer sending emails, I guess. Something that will keep him busy. And I think that's what he's... And it's brilliant. I, I know absolutely nothing about whiskey. The only time... I, I I know anything about whiskey. The only thing I do know is that it can get you drunk. And so I use that knowledge, just that knowledge. I, but in terms of like savoring the taste, um, getting the, the odor, whiskey odor, mm-hmm. to properly funnel up your nose hairs, no idea. He's doing the video all about that. Like the, the class you're meant to use which isn't a random Coke bottle, <laughs> Coca-Cola bottle that you've sort of sh- <laughs> sawn in half just to get whiskey in for a Coke and whiskey. Uh, but like the glasses you're meant to use, or how you're meant to drink whiskey, because there is apparently a right and a wrong way. I did not know that. <laughs> My version was just inhale it pretty much. <laughs> that was the only time I can drink whiskey. I can't even drink it then. I hate the stuff, to be honest. It's too strong. I mostly just drink ciders. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, for perfectly honest, there, there are a f- only a few whiskeys that I can actually have. The rest of it just tastes like poison, and my body oh, it does, yeah. 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 My body won't take it. My body doesn't days. want it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not meant to have whiskey, I don't think. Yeah, there's... Yeah. Um, I'm good with fermentations. Like, I'm good with, with a properly made beer or a properly made wine. Uh, mm-hmm. But when it comes to distillations... Such as hard liquor. Yeah. Um, yeah. I find it's pretty, mostly miss a little bit of hit with me. I have to have anything that's had a, a boat ton of fruit in, <laughs> so, which gets bits of odd looks from my dad. Just like <laughs> frown of disgust there as oh. I turn up with a fruity cider. But, you know, it's cheap. It's, I like the taste of it. It reminds me of fruit juice. So I'm going to drink it. <laughs> oh, no. You show up with like a mojito and an Oasis t shirt on. He's yeah. like, the- out. Out right if now. it tastes good, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Well, keeper, my good man, Emmanuel. Yes. Yeah. Guess I'm keeper. Uh, not that I was trying to sound like you at all. <laughs> <laughs> Raise your cancer machine till you die. Raise your cancer machine <laughs> until you die. Uh, cool. So, yeah, we said that. There we go. We chatted about uh, Minecraft, Twitch TV, selling hip-hop beats, Jack the Envious, fruity drinks. We chatted about homegrown, finding a guy on Fiverr who charges just about nothing. We chatted about Blue Eyes Frog, filming things on your iPhone. We chatted about starting YouTube channels, how to drink whiskey. Uh, Wait, we chatted about a lot of things in just this amount of time. I know. But there's got to be more. Dad's a pro. I Call know. All the questions. Boom. Okay. Okay. Was that it? Yeah. That's it? Et as they would say in Russia. Et That is all. Cool. Fart. I don't think they'd have a fart noise. They are very serious people in Russia. Russian <laughs> Russians don't fart. Uh, okay. Cool. Was there anything that I missed that you wanted to chat about? 
no, uh, that's it pretty much. I'm happy with that. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Cool. Beautiful. Well, then, thank you so much for coming on to the Trip Hop uh, Metal Podcast. The Rock Metal Podcast. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. I'll catch you there, mate. Cheers, thank you. Hello, hello, or should I say goodbye, goodbye? Thank you so much for listening to the Rock Metal Podcast. I've been your host, John Harris. Please head over to our website at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. There you can sign up for our newsletter and find out more information about today's show.